Just nine miles east of central London, Barking and Dagenham Giving are trying something that has never been done before. Their Grow Fund, England's first community-led investment fund, is backing community enterprises that will make a commercial and social impact in the borough of Barking and Dagenham. So, what makes this fund so special? Well, it was the local residents who decided how the fund was managed and invested. So join me as I speak to the business owners, the decision makers and the charity at the helm about what happened next. I'm LV Matty. Welcome to Nine Miles East, a podcast about a financial first. As humans, we really thrive when we come together as a community. It gives us a sense of belonging. It's good for our mental health. And we learn new things, even about ourselves. Although technology has allowed us to expand what it means to be part of a community and made physical distance no obstacle to nurturing and cultivating our relationships, we are still so disconnected. Many neighbourhoods lack the spaces that serve as community hubs where people can congregate, share and explore their creativity. These spaces are vital for us getting back to what we fundamentally need. Human connection. Luckily for the residents of Barking and Dagenham, a creative powerhouse with a vision has addressed the issue for their borough. Carol Pluckrose is the CEO and artistic director of the Boathouse Studios. It's the perfect place for artists of all disciplines to exhibit their craft, as well as a space for corporate and community events. Its beautiful setting provides the ideal backdrop to work and be inspired. My name's Carol Pluckrose. I'm the artistic director and chief executive of the Boathouse Studios here in Barking. We are an arts and event space open to the community and for all sorts of life events. Carol takes us for a quick tour of the Boathouse and shows us around one room in particular. So we're starting off here in, in the Randall studio, which is a little boutique kind of small studio. Um, the whole concept of the Boathouse Studios is very much the idea of a blank space, a blank canvas, because my, my background's in theatre, and in theatre you're always constantly changing things and changing sets and changing images and things. So this space is very much kind of used for small training, that sort of thing, but also for little private dinners... Um, little bridal parties, those sorts of things in here. Then you come out here, the floors are very much kind of distressed from the years of it being a warehouse. It used to be a malt house and all the grain used to be dried along here. That grain was just kind of laid on the ground and dried in this building. So it's full of history and that's another thing that makes this building so exciting because it's right on the site of where which was the biggest fishing fleet in the, the, the last part of the 19th century. And it used to be like 220 fishing smacks on the river here that used to go out to the Atlantic, which is why this whole area is called the Ice House Quarter. So when the fish got brought back after months, little fishing smacks would go out to the big, fish, to the big ships and bring back the fish, and then it would be iced here. All of the names of all of the rooms, which are the Blue Anchor, the Fishing Smack, the Jolly Fisherman, 
and the barge aground are all defunct pubs from Barking and Dagenham, but also have that image of the, you know, the fishing industry. Here we have our legacy library, which has just been donated to us recently um, from a woman who died last year who was writer and creative and her children have donated her books to us, which is really, really special. special, special. Carol has a deep history in the arts, theatre in particular. She takes us back down memory lane and shares how she started in the creative field. I first became interested in uh, this field of work when I started my career as a, an actor. I did a degree in theatre that led me to uh, become a, a performer for a number of years internationally. And then I decided I didn't want to um, just work for other people, so I started my own business as a theatre company. The Boathouse is a special place for Carol and the wider Barking and Dagenham community. It's a place where people, businesses and like-minded creators can connect, collaborate and create. Carol shares her reasons for setting up the Boathouse and its purpose. I set up the Boathouse Barking CIC in 2013. It's coming up to its 10th birthday and the idea was to create, in the heart of Barking, a space that could be a, a place for the imagination, if you like, a place where people could, the community could come and have the opportunity to make things happen, very much with the concept of a being a blank canvas, so anything's possible. It's a kind of, I suppose, a temple to the imagination. Creativity doesn't always equal currency. So how does the boathouse work daily and make money? Carol shares more. Our business works really in two strands. It works on the community uh, side of things. So we try to offer very reasonable prices and space for community use. And we have all sorts of interesting business models with different partners. So, for example, we work with a wonderful company called the Flying Seagulls, who are uh, an international company who are clowns and they believe that every child should have access to fun and we have a deal with them where they come in here and they give um, and they do workshops for under fives every week and we give them the space gratis so we have a kind of philanthropic side to our work and we also have a commercial side to our work which is about although the philosophy that ties both of those things together is the same in other words, people make the space their own. Our commercial um, income comes from weddings, uh, birthdays, baby showers, Mendy's um, training, corporate events, those sorts of things that bring in income, which help us to support the kind of holistic approach to community engagement, which we have very strongly in the kind of DNA of who we are. But above all else, we want people to love this space as much as we do and to feel that hospitality welcome is actually intrinsically in everything that we do. For Carol, creativity is an integral part of her life and what she does and brings people together. She opens up about how the variety of people who work at and come to the boathouse show that the space is somewhere for untapped potential to be harnessed. I liked creating a community space. We as a team have created a community space because there's nothing quite like uh, people's ability to enhance their own life experience when doing creative activity together. 
however basic it may seem, whether it's a playgroup or whether it's a jazz festival or an exhibition, it's about human potential and about what happens when people meet each other who may not know each other but are engaged in a kind of community endeavour somehow. Um, that's incredibly powerful. So you bring people together from a really wide range of backgrounds, get them engaged in an activity and all sorts of magic can happen. So how does Carol use her background in the arts to enhance the work that she does at the Boathouse? My um, background in the arts helps, I suppose, in the way that I do the work here because I think my approach to most things is an improvisational approach, which is uh, yes and. So someone comes to us with an idea and they'll say, um, we want to do this, what do you think? And I'll say, well, let's take a punt on it. If it's going to work, we'll take a yes and approach. And so, I mean, clearly, sometimes that fails. Sometimes things fall on their face. But I don't really believe in failure. I believe only that failure teaches us feedback, really. So my approach to making things appear as a piece of theatre is exactly the same as I would say to you, come and make something appear, manifest it, and we'll make it work. And sometimes it pays off brilliantly, and sometimes, it's <laughs> sometimes it needs revision. Creative outlets are intrinsically important, I think, for everybody's well-being, mental well-being, and the belief that, you know, life is tough, let's be frank, especially now in the cost of living scenario, and some people are really struggling. And to have a little break from just the practical, mundane things that we all have to deal with in our lives, to imagine a bit, to write a play, to write some poetry, to sing, to do those things actually enhances our experience as human beings. The Boathouse is a few minutes walk from Barking and Dagenham Station and right by the river. The location offers space to breathe, literally and figuratively. Carol shares her special relationship with the building, what drew her to it in the first place and the connections built over time. I didn't choose this building. This building chose me. I have been involved in this building since its inception it's over 20 years that I've been involved in this building. So I've seen it change. I've seen the whole area change. It was derelict when I first got involved. It had no roof. And I ran my theatre company, Arc Theatre, which is still in the borough. Um, I ran my theatre company from here. But I left that theatre company in 2013. So the building is just tremendously adaptable and interesting. And because it also has inherent in it all the people that have ever been in it before. So all the different uses that kind of mirrored the different times from fishing to industrial to agricultural and now to technological and creative, which is the era that we're now living in. So you have a sense of generational journey. Carol and her team help the local community in very specific ways with the work they do. She explains more. I think one of the things that's really interesting in helping the community with our business is a lot of people live in quite small flats here because there's been a huge you know, increase in housing requirements in the area. So lots of young families that live in flats are all up and down this street. For people who want a bit more space to play, whether it's for a private event or for a workshop, they know that they can come and chat to us about it and it becomes like their living room. So in this room, for example, where we are now in the Randalls, you could have your Christmas party. You could bring your whole family together where you might not be able to in your living room. From that point of view, I think it's very useful. Carol explains how the boathouse provides a sense of cohesion 
additional space and flexibility for the people who need it most. From the community point of view, getting people talking to each other, the, the, the mostly mums who bring their under fives to the workshops, make friends, especially for people that are newly arrived who don't necessarily feel the connection to the area, to feel that you have an opportunity to orientate yourself and connect and make friends is absolutely an important part, again, to a sense of cohesion and community that's absolutely endemic and is embarking, you know, as important as anywhere else and if not more. I mean, we, we have all our issues here that people talk about all the time. But when you can dream and be see your potential and realise it, then there's something special about that. What I love most about the work I do is that it doesn't feel like work. It feels like an adventure of curiosity. So I've been working for a long time <laughs> um, and I don't have any intention of stopping it because I love ideas. I love sharing ideas. I love seeing people realise their ideas. and I love seeing people grow and projects happen. Carol was one of the successful applicants of the Growth Fund. As an experienced businesswoman, she still found the sessions informative and empowering. Carol explains the structure of one of her favourite sessions from the Growth Fund workshops. The sessions from the Growth Fund I found most useful, I, suppose, I think, it was probably the theory of change. It was useful to get a structure to something that I think I've always done innately and intuitively, but I've never done, you know, I've never learned the structure in quite the way that it was introduced to us, and I found that very useful having a sense of being the class of 23 is quite a nice feeling and um, the hope that some of the uh, seeds that have been grown through those relationships will continue to you know grow more beyond now. Working and sharing with the other growth on recipient businesses gives Carol a sense of doing something new and trailblazing for the local area particularly when sharing feedback what I've enjoyed most about connecting with other businesses is a feeling that we are pioneering something together that is new and that our feedback about the programme is being heard and in fact more than just being heard is actually being elicited very directly so it's possible to be critical about certain things and enthusiastic about others but to have proper authentic engagement is a great opportunity across the piece. There was one company that Carol had known about for many years but didn't get a chance to collaborate with until working with the Growth Fund, Carol shares more. One of the things that's been really nice about being alongside everyone else in the cohort, for example, the drinks company, I've known about them for years, but we've never really engaged with each other in a very active way. And I've just been doing some work with WHO in Copenhagen at the UN about the dangers of alcohol on health. I mean, for example, did you know it's it's implicated in seven different cancers and we think about cigarettes, but we don't know about alcohol like that. We have a bar here, we're licensed, and I'm really interested in developing a non-alcoholic offer. So I've begun conversations with Company of Drinks to see if there's a way in which we might be able to develop that. We're in very, we've only had a very initial kind of talk about it, but I think that's going to be something that I'd like to see developing here. Carol shares what the Growth Fund allowed her to do with the boathouse that wasn't possible when they started. What the Growth Fund has allowed us to do that wasn't possible when we started has been to have a bit of breathing space, to focus very specifically on new areas of business development. Carol reflects on the new opportunities that the Growth Fund has provided. 
as it reminds her of something that her late father once said about learning from those around her. You know, I've been running businesses for a long time and you, you know, it's that thing, if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always got. And I think there's something that comes with maturity as well, which can make you not be as refreshed or open to new ideas. And I think that's been really healthy for us to engage with people at different stages in their, in their business maturity and to know that you could, my dad always said that everyone who's alive at the same time is a contemporary and that's a really powerful message for me and a mantra for me which means I can learn as much from someone of five or someone of 105 and I think having that fluidity and ability to remain curious about what's around the corner is a really exciting it's a great way to travel as well but it's a great way to 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 work I find after all the workshops meetups and brainstorming sessions what would Carol say to someone considering applying for the Growth Fund? And how would she pay it forward? If someone um, asked me and told me that they were considering applying for the Growth Fund, I'd say go for it. Absolutely go for it. Because the, the difference with the Growth Fund and so many other um, funded projects is that it's not, a, it's not a project. It's going into your overall development. So, you know, sometimes with projects, you, it's very specific to that whatever you've put, put in for work. Well, the, the, and obviously with the Growth Fund, we've identified what, what areas we're looking at. But to have money that goes towards your ability to grow the business is actually very innovative and exciting. And I would say, don't be frightened of it. Go for it. Um, seek out mentors. Talk to people that have done it before. And don't write answer. Don't just do something which is the right answering. Really talk about what it is that you're passionate about and want to do. What does Carol love most about Barking in Dagenham? What I love about Barking in Dagenham is that it's ever-changing, that it is a fluid, moving, dynamic place. There's a frisson, there's an energy about Barking in Dagenham, there's an aspiration. People often begin their adult lives here, and I've seen that over 20 years. There's a lot of entrepreneurial energy. There's a dynamic where we're known as being one of the poorest boroughs in London, where economic deprivation is huge. But I also see that necessity is the mother of invention. And that very frequently, in my experience, people who have a really tough start utilise that opportunity to make something different happen in their lives they are they have agency and they and they one of the things that you can learn by working in this borough is to encourage individual agency and autonomy so people can begin to realize that they can have an impact on the journey of their life as they go forward and i i come back to barking and dagenham all the time even though i could choose not to be here anymore i love being here i have family in east sussex and it's lovely to go there it's very beautiful and relaxing but I, there isn't the energy there isn't that there isn't there's a kind of uh, about this place this episode of nine miles east was produced by chris mitchell cass denton and also hannah varrell courtesy of the feast collective additional editing was done by engin hassan and sound design was by chris mitchell the podcast concept came from Louise Kavanagh at Purposeful Marketing. If you like what you've heard, feel free to leave a rating or a comment and tell all your friends about us. If you live in Barking and Dagenham and this episode makes you glow with pride, please share it with your neighbours, friends and local family. 
The more residents who know what's happening here, the better we can shape the future together. This podcast is brought to you by Barking and Dagenham Giving. To learn more about the Growth Fund and other things happening with BD Giving, please visit bdgiving.org.uk.